Starting and sustaining a business is hard. Whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up, you're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello, hello. Welcome to my show, Go For It. This is Joe Hausman. Thank you for listening today and every day to my show. As you know, you guys give me such great emails, text messages, phone calls about the show. So I am so grateful that that my guest experts that I bring on are able to enlighten you and help you grow as individuals and business owners. And remember, I'm your go-for-it celebrity business and life coach. But did you also know I'm a speaker and a voiceover artist? Yeah, and also a best-selling author. And I brand myself as a celebrity business coach just because I know a lot of media areas that you can go to help yourself promote your business. Then also grow that home-based business that you can find the media outlets also to uh, promote that. So anyway, so exciting. I have a fantastic guest on the line with me today. I am just really excited. I don't know LinkedIn very well, but I have a feeling I'm going to learn more about it today. I'm I'm active on LinkedIn. I'm just not real active. So I'm really excited to bring Barbara Bruno on my show today as my guest expert. She is recognized internationally as one of the top experts in the staffing and recruiting talent acquisition and sales professions. She has addressed audiences in North America, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Barb has developed a web-based training programs that are distributed in several countries. She writes for numerous publications and authors one of the most widely read online publications, the No BS Newsletter. She has authored several books, created mobile mobile apps. Well, good for you, Barbara. And is often quoted as an industry expert. Barb became a trainer to help others make more money. Isn't that what we all want? Make more money. 100% of Barb's top producer tutor clients have increased their sales and profits. The recruiting and job seeker courses she has created for LinkedIn Learning have had over 500,000 views in the first six months. Barb's business has placed over 10,000 people in jobs, and she has developed a web-based career portal to help job seekers find employment. So she will always be defined by making a difference in the lives of others, and that is the truth, ladies and gentlemen. She is so good at that. She she private labels the career portal for anyone involved in helping others find jobs. This This includes staffing and recruiting firms talent acquisition departments, career counselors, placement offices, veterans groups, nonprofits, and others. Barbara speaks at conferences, conducts webinars, and provides in-house training and offers consulting. Her ideas are easy to implement, and participants realize a strong return on their investment of time and money. You know what her bottom line is, which this is so exciting for me. Her enthusiasm and passion are contagious. Welcome, Barb Bruno, to my show. Go for it. Well, thanks, Joe. I'm really, really pleased to be here today. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, I am so happy to have you on. You know, and your enthusiasm and passion really are contagious. When Barb and I were talking about having her on my show, I was just like, I felt bad she had to wait a few months to come on the show because of her enthusiasm for this. So, Barbara, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and how, and I know it might take longer than that, but how you got started from where you are to where you, where you were to where you are today. Well, to give you the cliff notes, because nobody wants the editorial, um, I was working as a real estate agent, and I was working as a secretary during the day, selling real estate nights and weekends, and I became a single mom. 
That was not my plan. Um, I'm sure you've all heard that life happens when we're busy planning something else. And that's exactly what happened to me. I wanted to be the PTA president. I wanted to play tennis. I wanted to just be a mom and be, you know, back my, back my spouse. And life didn't work out that way. I became a single parent and overnight realized I was not earning enough. Um, and at that point, I was making more selling real estate, but the interest rates went over 20%, which wiped out, you know, my ability to sell homes. So I went to employment firms trying to find a job. And back then, you know, women were either a secretary, a teacher, or a nurse. And I type over 100 words a minute because I play piano. And so when I went to employment firms, they said, well, you were meant to be a secretary. And I said, no, I am a secretary during the day. I'm looking for a sales job. And they go, honey, you couldn't sell yourself out of a paper bag. And they did say, honey. And I went, no, but I can't. I'm, I'm the top agent in my real estate firm, and I'm working real estate 15 hours a week. And they said, real estate's not really sales. And then I realized at a very young age that somebody else, somebody else's opinion of what I'm supposed to do or who I am doesn't have to be my reality. In fact, that sort of is what set the fire in me. So many people told me you were meant to be a secretary, you know, you're meant to do certain things that I just finally declared, watch me. Like, really? That's your opinion. That doesn't have to be my life. And so I realized the only way that I could create the life for my children and make sure that they had a good livelihood, they were always my motivator, was to go into my own business. And so my whole life, I've had people tell me what I could or couldn't do, or they're very vocal. Um, I appreciate people's opinions, but again, it's never become my reality. And so I am an entrepreneur. Um, I spend my life trying to help others have a better life as a result of having me in their life. And that's very important to me. This show is important. Like the answers I'm going to give you today, I'm going to try to do everything I can to help your listeners. If there's one idea that I can share that helps somebody listen, listening to this show, that's why I'm doing this interview. That's what this is all about. So I'm thrilled to be here, and that's sort of the short overview of how I became who I am today. Oh, that is so awesome. You know, it really is about defining or not defining, um, going against what other people believe. First of all, other people don't pay your pay, you know, don't pay your bills. You pay your bills. You know, you have to go after what you want in life. And so good for you. Kudos to you, Barb. That is fantastic. Cause I did okay. the same thing and you know, and that's what makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. All right. So, Absolutely. so I want to know something I read in your bio that, your company has placed over 10,000 people in jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a lot, Barbara. Mm-hmm. And how did you choose a staffing and recruiting profession? I don't think I chose the staffing and recruiting profession. It chose me. Um, oh. I had heard that staffing and recruiting firms had secret jobs, that they had jobs that nobody else had. And so I went to staffing and recruiting firms when I realized I needed to earn more money. And you know, again, they all, they all talked about secretarial jobs to me. They all tested my typing, can you type? I go, yes, I can type, but I want a sales job. And after I went to 11 or 12 firms, I came home and I was in tears. You know, I never cried in front of my kids. I always believed in crying in the shower. So I'm in the shower one morning crying, going, what am I going to do? And I thought, you know what, if they treated me like this and they were all owned by men, I thought if they treated me like this, I bet they treat other women like this. So I decided to open a staffing and recruiting firm to help women find jobs, which is not legal. I I could not only find women jobs, but that Mm -hmm. was my goal. I started Sunshine Employment to put sunshine in the lives of the people that I represented. 
And that became sort of my calling card. And I just wanted to, I never had worked at one. I opened a business. And this is not advice I would give to anybody. You know, you should know a little bit about the business you're opening before you jump in. But I just jumped right in the business figuring if I treated people right, it had to work. And it didn't. Ten months later, I almost lost my home. I didn't understand what I was doing. I didn't know how to run the business because I had never worked at one. And so I became a student. Um, I called every association. I called every organization trying to find out where I could get training on the inner workings of a staffing and recruiting firm because I didn't know how to run it. And thank God, you know, I had a few trainers early in my career that taught me what I didn't know, and that's how it became successful. But the profession chose me. I think I was meant, I was always told to be a teacher, and I never wanted to be a teacher, but what do I do now? I I teach people, you know, Mm -hmm. but the staffing and recruiting profession was just there, and I knew it was calling me, and so it was basically what I was meant to do. Good for you. You know, I love that when people take a problem and they turn it into their passion. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and really, that's what you did. You had to turn it into because you're out to help women entrepreneurs. And that's exactly what this show is about, is helping entrepreneurs. And so I applaud you for that. That is that it takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of determination. And when we're placed as single moms, because I was a single mom myself, you do what you have to to make it work. And I think from that, from adversity comes great triumph and great um, gratitude for what Mm -hmm. we didn't know and now what we do know. Right. And what my profession does and what your profession does too, Joe, it allows us every day of our lives to improve the lives of others. That's just a great thing to wake up every day thinking, okay, today I'm going to impact some people and I'm going to change their life for the better. So sometimes I don't even feel like I'm working. I mean, I work tremendous hours, but it doesn't feel like work, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm doing what I love. And, and, and just the reward of, you know, what you're doing and what I'm doing, I think that's what, what motivates me to wake up every morning and do what I do. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. You know, it might take you a while to find what you, you know, what you love to do, but it is. Once you love what you do, you don't ever work another day in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's fantastic. Well, good for you. I love that. So 10,000 people in jobs. I mean, that's, that's a lot. And I do like the name of your first empl- uh, your first business was Sunshine Employment. <laughs> and, and the I whole reason why you my did dogs, it. My current dog's name is Sunshine. My friends are all making fun of me, but I named her after my first business, which is, sure. you know, I'm still a little cheesy there, Joe. Oh, hey, that's all right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know what? And you, 10,000 people, I mean, that's a lot. So how long have you been in the recruiting business now? Almost 30 years. Okay, almost 30 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's awesome. That is great. So what advice would you give to others? You know, because a lot of people come up to me and they go, how do I become an entrepreneur? How do I do this? How do I do that? What kind of advice do you give to people if they come to you and say, look, I want to be an entrepreneur like you, Barb, or I want to do this as my career? How do you how do you get them started in that avenue? Well, I think it's important that, that if you decide that you want to own your own business, that you realize, I went into my own business sort of naive. I thought, well, I'm going to open my own business, and that way I'll work when my kids are in school, I'll take the summers off, and then I'll go back to work in the fall and work when they're in school. Because I'll own my own business and I can kind of set my own hours and, and do what I want to do, I never took a summer off. Um, I work more hours than anybody I know. And mm-hmm. so, you know, some people want to be an entrepreneur because they have this false view of what being an entrepreneur is all about. Yes, you call the shots, but it's hard work. 
you know, and, mm-hmm. and I don't believe, you know, so many people say if you find what you love, um, that, that you're going to be successful. No, you've got to find something you love that can also make you money. Mm-hmm. And so I met a girl at an airport that was in a, in a, in college and she was at the Art Institute of Chicago. And I asked her what she was going to do and she said, I'm going to paint skateboards. And I said, that's great, you know, um, how, who are you going to sell them to and who are you going to paint them for? Well, I don't know. Well, have you ever done one? Well, no, but I'm going to start my own business. And I go, but, but you know, have you thought about, you know, what's going to be your, your brand? What's your differentiator? Well, nothing. I just don't really want to work that much. And so I thought if I'm an entrepreneur, and see, that's not what being an entrepreneur is. It's you have to have a calling, and then you have to figure out what you're passionate over and what you're good at. But then where can you make money? I think where a lot of people make a mistake is they want to start a business, but they're not looking at the end users and they're not realizing when you're an entrepreneur, you're in a, you've got a sales job because you could have the best service or the best product on the face of the earth, and unless you can sell it, you're not going to succeed. So I, I tell people if you want to be an entrepreneur, realize that you are now in sales. You know, mm-hmm. so if that doesn't appeal to you, don't become an entrepreneur. And it, it's like boot camp. You will work, work more hours, especially at the very beginning, than you ever thought you humanly could. But the rewards are phenomenal. I encourage everybody to go into their own business because the tax advantages of owning your own business, the fact that you can create the lifestyle you deserve to, to live, it, it's the only place you have job security. There is no job security anymore. No one works 30 years and gets a gold watch. You know, everything is the gig mentality now. You know, there is no, you know, the larger companies can have a, a sweeping downsizing and all of a sudden tenured people are gone. So really owning your own business is the only job security out there. But you've got to be willing to sell and you've got to be willing to pay the price. And it's not only about the great idea or what you're good at. You also have to test it. Can I make money at this? You know, and can this really create the lifestyle of my dreams? Too many people jump in with a kind of a haphazard idea, and then they blame everything and everybody, but they didn't do their homework to see if there's an audience that's going to buy what, they're, what they decide to sell. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. And for many years, and I actually still do, I, I take sales courses, and I, mm-hmm. I watch sales things on YouTube because owning your own business, when I started off in business back in 2004, 2005, I didn't. I I didn't want to sell. That wasn't my thing. But you quickly learn that you're uh-huh. right. Sales. You're you're now in sales, and you have to sell yourself. And you know, people are going to do business with people that they like, and then absolutely, you know. And so it's all about selling yourself and helping people solve their problem. Uh-huh. Really, is what it's all about. So. I applaud you for that because so many people, you're right. I, I talk to people every day too that they think the same thing. And I'm like, no, you'd have no, but you don't know until you actually jump in and do it. And mm-hmm. now with YouTube, I mean, YouTube wasn't, I don't even think it was even around when I started, you know? Me and either. so, yeah. So it's just like, okay. So now with YouTube and if you have internet, you have access to all that, go to the library, read books, do whatever you have to, to make it really work. So I applaud you for that, Barbara, because that is, um, that is, very noble and I'm glad you said that now we have about a minute and a half until our first break already which I cannot believe but when we come back I want to talk to you about your startup tutor that you created because you do a lot of tutoring and I think this is going to be really exciting to learn more about because you have more knowledge (laughs) 
then I think anybody I've talked to in quite a while, all my guests have a lot of knowledge, but the startup tutor and just what you've done on LinkedIn is just so amazing to me that I can't wait to learn more. So for Barb's uh, website, it's goodasgoldtraining.com. If you have questions for the show, give us a call at one 866 472 5790. We would love to be able to answer your questions on air. Or if you want, if you have my phone number, text me, or you can also email me, and then we can go ahead and answer those on the air as well. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're getting as much valuable information out of this as I am. And uh, Barb, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. Fantastic guest on the line with me today. My guest expert is Barb Bruno. We ha- She has been giving us awesome information about, first of all, you know, we talked about what advice she gives others who want to become entrepreneurs. And the thing is, really, have a plan. I mean, basically, you got to have a plan and figure out how you're going to make money with it. And a lot of people, we talked about this, a lot of people wanted to go into being an entrepreneur because they like the freedom. They didn't want to be anybody's, you know, they didn't want to have a boss. They want to be their own boss. But you still have to have a plan. So just remember that. Now, Barb, we're going to keep moving on. I want to know about the startup tutor that you created. 
Mm-hmm. What I realized is that I can't be everywhere, you know, and I would do in-house training and the people kept wanting me to come back. So I developed web-based tutors. I have sales tutors and the top producer tutor. The startup tutor was a lot of people come to me asking how to get into the staffing and recruiting business because it is a business once you learn it. If you have a computer and a phone, you can do it anywhere. And so I did the startup tutor. It's a one-year mentoring program that I have that is sort of an op- It's basically an option where not buying a franchise if you want to get into the staffing and recruiting business at a lower cost point. Um, it basically gives a person my mentoring and guidance and all my training products and that for one year, and it teaches them how to get into my profession, the staffing and recruiting profession. Perfect. So how long ago did you create that? One year ago. One oh, year wow. ago. Good for you. Isn't that Thank the you. best? Because then that way they can, they can go online and order that, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, Absolutely. perfect. See, and that's the part, you know, that's the part that's so great is making money in your sleep, too, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. It's that's fun to wake best. up the next day and go, hoo you know, got, got some sales. But that also means that you're selling yourself and people mm-hmm. believe in you and that they're willing to buy from you. Mm-hmm. So good for you. That's great. So how do you feel there are some of the misconceptions about, because when I think of staffing and recruiting agencies, I think of, and I, to be honest, I haven't used one in, well, 20, probably 20 years, but what's the what's the common misconceptions of those? Because I know when I think of an, I think I'm going to go in and get, a, I have a master's degree, I'm going to get a professional job right now. But in reality, I don't know if that's true. So what are some of the misconceptions? The biggest misconception is that, that recruiting firms place all types of positions. Your staffing and recruiting firms, um, it really is a huge business right now, and it is a phenomenal source to find a job. But all firms are very specialized, so all your staffing and recruiting firms have become very, very specialized in what they place. You know, some might only do IT, some might only do biotech. So first of all, you have to identify the firm that specializes in the niche that you want to work in, and recruiters have to find individuals who have skills, stability, and experience. This was my mistake. When I went into the business, I thought I was going to help the unemployed find a job, and that's how I almost lost my business 10 months later. Most staffing and recruiting firms place a small percentage of who they attract because the clients want us to give them people who have skills, stability, and experience. So if somebody is changing their profession, that's not a good time to use a staffing and a recruiting firm. If you go to an IT firm and you're an engineer, they're not going to place you. So the biggest misconception is, number one, if you don't have skills, stability, and experience, it's better for you to go off on your own and try to find a job until you gain those three things. Um, there are some firms that specialize in recent grads, but again, you've got to find who those firms are. So it's, you know, do your homework. You know, staffing and recruiting firms are very, very um, visual. You know, they're, they're, they, you can find them on social media. You can, you can go on LinkedIn. You can go on their websites and find out who they place and what they do and read the recommendations on their LinkedIn profile. Who are they placing in jobs? Are they people like you? You know, when you go to their websites and they give their, their testimonials, are the testimonials like you? Because that's the firm that you should go to. And you want to position yourself to be called by a recruiter. You know, recruiters go out there constantly trying to find top talent. They've got to represent the top people in any profession. So become active in associations. You know, really beef up your LinkedIn profile. Position yourself where you're, you're commenting on blogs in your profession. You're becoming, you're positioning yourself as an expert in what you do. That's when you're going to have recruiters track you down. And that's the ideal situation is you're not tracking them down. They're tracking you down because you've positioned yourself as an expert in your profession. 
That is awesome advice. And you know, any more with social media, definitely join those groups. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not as active on LinkedIn, like I stated earlier, as I should be. But with you know the radio show and everything else I have going on, I'm going to get a lot more active on LinkedIn. I'm very active on Facebook, and I'm very active in groups on Facebook. But that is the best thing to do is because you're networking with others. You're also helping others. If you're commenting on their posts and you're you know, helping them out. Also, that's a good thing for employers to look at, I would think, because mm-hmm. it looks like you want to help other people as well. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah, the same thing absolutely. with in a business, when you own a business. You know, I can consider myself a professional networker. I love to network people. I love to bring people together, see how they can help each other. And through the groups and through the different things on the social media, I'm able to do that. And it makes, you know... Sometimes I get paid for it. Sometimes I don't. It doesn't matter. I'm helping other people. That's something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. But for, as a recruiting and staffing and recruiting agency, I, I don't know a, a lot about them. So I, didn't, I did not realize that they get specialized. I suppose in today's world, yeah, there's a lot more that are out there. Are most of them online? Are most of them in person? Or how does that work? Professional level um, search firms usually don't interview the candidates you know, face-to-face because, quite frankly, people won't take the time to do it. But but recruiting firms will use Skype, so they're still oh, sure. interviewing people. Mm-hmm. Firms that do, you know, um, some other specialties like office clerical or call center or light industrial, they bring their candidates in because they're testing skills. So it depends on the firm itself. If it's a small family boutique firm in a you know, specific geographic area they place locally, they might have you come to their office. It depends on each firm reflects the personality of the owner. So go to the LinkedIn profile and learn something about the owner of the firm, and you'll see how they operate and read testimonials, read recommendations on the LinkedIn profiles. It gives you tremendous information about that particular firm and see if the firm belongs to their professional association. Are their recruiters certified? You know, do your homework because you want to work with the best out there. Oh, you know, that is great information right there. I didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Make sure that they belong to their, you know, their professional organizations. Oh, that is great information. I I wouldn't even thought about that. So mm-hmm. what employment trends, so talking about staffing and recruiting. So as we talk about employment, I know somebody that was uh, working at a job for 30 years. And I mentioned this a while ago, not on the show, but another one. He was traveling out of state and they called for work. And they called him and said, your job is done. Return the truck. Mm-hmm. He had worked for that company for 30 years. So in something like that, and as you said, you know, doesn't we're, companies just aren't, well, I don't know about loyal, but, you know, they have to look at their bottom line as well. So what do you see that the employment trends for the next 10 years are? Um, I think that you are your own company. And the only job stability you have is to keep your skill sets current. And so you have got to be a lifetime learner. You have got to fine-tune your skills the rest of your life. And you will have to sell yourself for any job you take. So for those of you that say, I don't want to sell, I'm not a salesperson, in order to keep your career and keep ahead of the competition, you have to sell yourself. And that is sales. And so you've got the gig mentality out there. By the year 2020, for the first time in history, more than 50% of the workforce is going to be flexible. That means people working temp jobs, contract, independent contractors, entrepreneurs, virtual employees. So the first time in history in the United States, uh, you will have more flexible workers than you will people working the traditional 40-hour work week. Baby boomers are still retiring at a rate of one every six seconds, and millennials have just taken over. They're the majority in the workforce. 
and the mm-hmm. millennials are very much, you know, about about I have to contribute back, you know, and they will they view it as a gig, you know, I want to enhance my resume, I want to make money, but I also want to make a difference. And I'm a baby boomer, and and a lot of people criticize the millennials. I quite frankly love them. I think that that you know they're they're ambitious, and there's a lot of amazing millennials out there, and they wanted the same things I wanted. They they want the same things I wanted when I got out of school, but I would never ask for them because we just didn't because we mm-hmm. had to earn it. Where they just want right. it, but is that so wrong? I think <laughs> there's some common ground in between the two of us. We're not that different. You know, and and I think that robotics is going to take over a lot. If you can get into anything involving robotics, you know, that is the field of the future. You're going to see most jobs have something to do with robotics in the 2020s. You know, IT, engineering, biotech, medical. There are certain fields that are hot. Um, I have 11 grandchildren, and, and whenever they ask me for advice, I give them, I've got a few that I've aimed toward physical therapy. You know, you've got an aging population. You know, look at where the population is growing and position yourself, but I don't care what field you're in, you've got to keep your skill sets current. You can't say, I'm not computer literate. You can't say that. You have to get computer literate. You know, so your job security is how current your skills are. That's your job security. You are your own company, and when you lose your job, it's okay because now you market yourself to somebody else, and when you change jobs every two or three years, you're making much more money than if you stayed at a job for 10 years. Oh, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. I, did not, I did not realize that. And the good thing about millennials are, first of all, they're not afraid to ask. Secondly, they're willing to go after what they want. And you're right. I'm not a baby boomer. I'm the generation right after that. But we are still, you know, we're following in your footsteps. And Mm -hmm. we were still having to earn, well, yeah, work toward what we wanted in life. And everybody does. But I was afraid to ask. You know, until I was put in the position of being a single mom. And then I had to ask. And then I had to go after what I wanted more so mm-hmm. than I ever thought possible. So when life happens to us, you got to take that and you got to run with it because Absolutely. that's what's going to make you or break you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people like to sit around and feel sorry for themselves, but really in reality, that's probably one of the best thing that's going to happen. Once you kind of get past the storm, that storm is going to build you to greater heights than what you ever thought possible. Did I ever well, think I'd what- be doing a show? Absolutely not. But you know well, what? When I look it's at successful where- people, Joe, whether it's Mm -hmm. you or anybody else. You know, when you look at successful people, I don't judge success by the number of successes somebody's had. There's a lot of successful people out there. But when you look at them, every one of them have overcome failures. So when I look at a successful person, I know that person has overcome multiple failures because that's the difference between, you know, a loser and a winner. A winner has more failures because they try more, but Mm -hmm. they just keep going. So we all fail. You just keep moving. And the thing is... Failures is what's going to teach you more than winning any day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because once you fail at something, that like locks something up in your brain. I know it does for me. And it's just, and, it, and then I remember, I'm like, oh, you know, got to tweak that a little bit for the next time or just redo it all together the next time. You know, real estate investing, business, doesn't matter what it is. You just have to keep going after what you want in life. So great information, Barb. I love it. Um, okay, so how You know what, long- before we go on, I want to add oh, one more sure. thing. Because about 10 Absolutely. years ago, I flipped a switch in my own head because I've always learned from my own failures. And I think that's what helps other people. But about 10 years ago, I realized, you know what? I, when I want to do something, I'm going to find somebody else who tried something similar. And I'm going to look at what they did. It's much cheaper. 
and much quicker if you learn from other people's failures rather than your own. So if you can find somebody else who's trying to go down the path you're going to and learn from their failures, I've learned that's a whole lot easier. And so these days, I still fail, but I try to fail less and to learn by other people's failures because, quite frankly, it advances me quicker. Mm-hmm. And you're right. And that's all about networking, too. It's all mm-hmm. about, you know, finding out who it is to either follow on YouTube, follow on social media, but also go and have lunch with them or take them out for coffee. People want to give you advice, you know, mm-hmm. and if it's somebody who has done it bigger, better and bolder than you have, ask them for lunch, ask them for coffee. Most likely, if they have time in their schedule, they're going to say yes, because mm-hmm. those those people who are successful want to get back. And they want to let you know how they have failed so then you don't do the same. I remember 10, 12, 13, 12 years ago, when we moved back here, we wanted to get into real estate investing. And so I had family friends that were very, very, very successful in it. And we did. We just sat down, I don't know how many times with them for coffee or lunch or breakfast, whatever it was. And you just keep talking and you just keep taking notes. Did Now, does that mean we didn't fail? Well, of course we did. We didn't fail the same things <laughs> they did. But, you know, w- what we learned and that's how we move on. So, mm-hmm. so how, okay, so you also now are a speaker, which I love doing as well. How did you transition from the staffing and recruiting agency into being a speaker? Well, I still have my staffing and recruiting firm. I specialize in placing HR executives, but... Um, I was the president of my state association. I'm, a, I'm an association person. I've always joined groups. I believe in giving back. And I was the president of my state organization in Illinois, and we had a Midwest conference with 800 people. And our speaker uh, basically went out the night before, drank too much, and did some other things and was passed out in his room. And so my board of directors and I were sitting there going, oh, my God, what do we do? So we drew an X on a sheet of paper, and I said, whoever gets the X, you do the keynote, and we'll figure this out. Because we have 800 people there. And um, so I, they said, you go first, you're president. I said, oh, no, I'm president, and I get to go last. Mm. Um, I got the X. Oh, now, no. what are the chances? Okay, there's uh-huh. eight of us. I get the X. And so I went out there and just said, okay, guys, our, our keynote is sick, but what we're going to do is make this convention about you. Why don't you give me six topics that are most important to you? Because I do this every day of my life. And so they gave me six topics from the audience. I spoke 15 minutes on each topic and then let them give me questions. And what my team was doing, my board of directors, put a panel together and put everything else. But at lunch, they kept saying, we want Barb to do another session. And there were people from six or seven states there. And that's how it started. Um, but originally, it was costing me too much money to speak because I was taking time away from my business. And although speaking seems glamorous, you're traveling, you're preparing, you're speaking. And I wasn't making any money. I was donating my time. And so finally, I realized after a year of losing a ton of money speaking that I had to make it into a business. I either had to stop speaking, which I did stop for about six months. And then the requests kept coming in, so I thought, you know what, I have to figure out how to make this a business to justify my time. And so that's when, you know, and, and I know as a speaker you have to have products because the speaking fees alone are not enough to sustain your worth. It's just not, you know. So then if you're going to become a speaker, then you've also got to have products you sell to make it lucrative enough to pursue. So any of you want to be a speaker... It's two things. You've got to be a speaker, and you've also got to have products that you sell from the podium because it's Mm -hmm. the back of the room where you make your money. Exactly. Back when I was a virtual assistant, I worked with um, 
speakers who actually were part mm-hmm. of the NSA. And I would go and I would introduce them from stage and then I would sell their products in the back of the room. They made much more money selling the products in the back of the room than Absolutely. they ever did speaking. And now Absolutely. I do the exact same thing. When I mm-hmm. go out speaking and then sell, absolutely, you, that's where you're going to make your money. And that's where mm-hmm. you're going to make your residual, your residual clients from too, depending on what, what business you have, is that back of them, they want to speak with you one-on-one. You know, people mm-hmm. come up and talk, you know, I'm sure they do with you too. They want to talk to with you one-on-one, and that's where you're going to find your residual clients from. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So we have about a minute until break. I have a text message here. Uh, from Linda. She says, wow, the information for motivation. You are very, very good, is what she's saying. So way to go, Barb. Thank you. That is awesome. So we have, like I said, we have about a minute till break. Just, well, what's the most, so we have, what's the most enjoyable thing you have, you like about being a speaker in like about a minute? Um, The most enjoyable thing is when people send me texts afterwards and tell me what they implemented and the impact on their life. I love their success stories. Mm -hmm. That's what motivates me. That's what drives me when they use ideas that work, and it makes them more successful. Mm -hmm. Isn't that the truth? I love that, Mm -hmm. too. That is so, and you you know then you did a good job. And you know you're doing a great job on this show, too. We already have a text message, so that's great. Oh, thank you. You bet. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. And when we come back after break, we're going to talk more about um, her the LinkedIn profile, which that's always on my mind, how, how I can improve my LinkedIn profile. And then also if, if for Barb's uh, website is www.goodasgoldtraining.com. If you have questions for the show, please give us a call at one 866 472 5790 or you can email me joe at joehosman.com ladies and gentlemen we will be right back after break become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You 
listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It. Welcome back to Go For It with my guest, Barb Bruno. So exciting because this segment, we're going to talk about LinkedIn learning. I have been admitting through this whole show, I'm not as active on LinkedIn, but I, I promise, and I promise, Barb, that I am actually going to be more active on LinkedIn. I'm going to join more groups, those type of things. So, Barb, how did you end up developing recruiting and job seeker courses for LinkedIn learning? It was interesting. I was speaking at a conference, and I had an individual come up to me, and she gave me her business card. And at that time, it was with Linda, uh, L-Y-N-D-A. Linda is the top web-based training um, organization in the world. And so Linda was bought by LinkedIn, and so Linda has now become part of LinkedIn Learning. But she came over to me and said that she had heard me at two or three conferences. She had been attending employment conferences all year looking for a trainer and a speaker that could do some courses for them. And originally they gave me, like they had me do recruiting fundamentals, and then I did niche recruiting, and then they were giving me topics they wanted me to cover. And the courses I wanted to do was how do you pick a recruiter, how do you work with a recruiter. You know, there were certain courses I wanted wanted to do, you know, for our profession as well. Um, I did one on how do you, it's a compensation course, you know, how do you, how do you negotiate compensation for yourself? Mm-hmm. And so what, what turned out to initially be two courses turned into 12. And I'm talking to them right now about doing a couple more this coming year. So they went to conferences and they actually selected me and, and I'll, I'll, it was one of the best learning experiences of my life. I have learned so much from LinkedIn Learning, which of course now has been bought by Microsoft, but uh, they're still keeping the name LinkedIn in learning, and now they are the largest web-based. You can go on that site and for $30 learn anything. You know, it's amazing. It, it, you can learn carpentry. You can learn photography. You can learn anything. There's thousands of courses, and it's a flat fee for individuals, and you can take as many courses as you want in a month. So if you go to LinkedInLearning.com and just put my name in, Barb Bruno, you'll see all my courses, but you'll see everybody else's, and you can take free courses at the beginning. So it's a great mm-hmm. resource for any of you, you want to learn anything about any topic, go there and just do their trial and you'll get some free training. Wow, that is great. No, I, you know, I did not even know they had that. So mm-hmm. that is, oh, that is excellent information. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, LinkedInLearning.com. If you type in Barb's name, Barb Bruno, B-R-U-N-O, you'll find her uh, her trainings and then also, yeah, look for whatever your niche is. That's another thing too. Isn't, I love this saying, your niche will make you rich. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Absolutely. Bl- Absolutely. Yeah. And we were talking off air about staffing and recruiting and really how they've niched down their market. But that's how you do it. That's how you make your riches. The more niched you can become, the more the more riches you're going to get. So that is fantastic. So now this is my big deal, Barb, and we've talked about this, but what impact does a person's LinkedIn profile have on their career? Um, LinkedIn has the biggest impact on your career. Um, I don't care if you have a Facebook page. I don't care if you're tweeting. If you want to advance your career, you have got to have a very solid LinkedIn profile. And your LinkedIn profile should not regurgitate your resume. When I go to your LinkedIn profile, I want to get excited about contacting you. And so your LinkedIn profile should be a mini sales letter. I'm looking in the first place, whether it's a customer, whether it's somebody wanting to use your services, or it's somebody wanting to hire you, your first interview is your LinkedIn profile. 
before you're even called, recruiters all go to LinkedIn first. And we look at, we look at just, you know, a few lines under the beginning of your LinkedIn profile. We go right to the recommendations and see what you're recommended for. So you've got to coach your recommendations to write recommendations on the skills that you're really trying to sell or the services you're trying to sell or the experience that's the most valuable to an employer. You've got to coach your recommendations because they're listed uh, chronologically. And I get recommendations every day from people I don't know for things I don't do. I would never accept them. And the reason they do that is they want me to recommend them, which I won't if I don't know them. And mm-hmm. so take the recommendations very seriously. And what I told Joe is I, I've actually trained people how to do a LinkedIn profile. I've got a quick two-page white paper that I can share with all of you. If you want to know how to do a LinkedIn profile, just email me at bbruno, so it's B-B-R-U-N-O, at goodisgoldtraining.com. I'll repeat that one more time. If you want the training on how to do a LinkedIn profile, it's free. I'll send you a guideline. It's step-by-step, every section on LinkedIn and what to do to sell yourself. And it's kind of my gift to you for being on Joe's show. And just you can request that at bbruno at goodisgoldtraining.com. And just put the words LinkedIn profile in the subject line, and I'll automatically just send you the instructions. Mm-hmm. And that and that's perfect because that I, I I need that. And we were talking at break at Mike. That's exactly what I need because I need to go in and update my LinkedIn profile. So mm-hmm. I'm so appreciative of you, Barb, for sending that out as a free gift because that will help so many people I know. So and she's going to send me one as well. And so if you don't happen to get her email, you can send it to me and I can always get you in contact with Barb. So I appreciate that so much because, like I said, I need the help as well on my LinkedIn profile. (laughs) So I appreciate that. So you've also developed a career portal to help individuals find a job, right? So what Mm -hmm. events helped inspire you to create that free resource? Well, you know, I went into the staffing and recruiting profession to help people find jobs. I wanted to help unemployed people find jobs. Then I start this business and 10 months later realize, wait a minute, I'm only going to make money if I place people with skills, stability, experience. So the people that really need help finding jobs, people that are unemployed, people that don't have stability, you know, we can't help. And that has bothered me for 30 years. So four years ago, I decided I would always give job seekers I couldn't help a list of where they could go, resources they could go to, but I always felt bad about all those people that came to me that I couldn't help find a job. So four years ago, I got together with a tech team and I said, I want to develop a career portal that gives a job seeker everything they need to find a job. I want a resume builder. I want to do live weekly calls for them. So set it up where I can do a live weekly call free for job seekers and they can ask me questions. I want to put the Indeed job board in there where they can register one time and have access to 1,200 job boards. I want to put a 15-step process teaching them what I know. I've placed over 10,000 people in jobs. Who better to teach a person how to find a job than me? Because I know how to find a job. I know how to market. I know how an individual can market themselves directly into a company. So I did it for my own company, you know, and so I had it on my website, and then all of a sudden, my training clients started seeing it, and other recruiting firms came to me and said, Barb, what is that? Like, where did you get that? And I said, I created it. And they go, can we have one? And I'm like, no, you know, this is something I did for my own company. And so two years ago, I hired another technology team and we private labeled it. 
So now over 500 staffing and recruiting firms are helping everybody that comes to them just like me. Uh, we place a percentage in jobs and everybody else we give the career portal to, and that helps people know what recruiters know to go out there and conduct a very different type of job search. They also get an email from us once a week giving them tips on what's going on in the job market. They can mm-hmm. give the topics they want to hear every week. So it's me doing a brain dump for job seekers, teaching them what I know so they can find jobs on their own if we can't help them. Wow. That's just a you know, part of you that loves to give back to people. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that so inspiring. If more people took advantage of that, it took you know, was more for giving out more than what you know. I mean, that is so awesome, Barb. I, I applaud you for that. That is great. Oh, thank you. And I know there's so many people out there that are looking for jobs who are very unhappy in their jobs, but sometimes they don't know where to look. Mm-hmm. And LinkedIn is a great way to go. Uh, get a hold of Barb. She can also help you at goodasgoldtraining.com. But really, it's all about finding what you love to do. And sometimes we have to take the baby steps to find that. But this is a great resource for people that they can go in and really hone their skills of how to go out when they are in a job interview. So mm-hmm. I applaud you for thing. that. Well, thank you. The other thing, too, is most people in a job search aren't in a job search. If you're not working, you should dedicate 35 to 40 hours a week in your job search. And most people don't know what to do, so they don't do enough. You know, a job search is a full-time job. If you're working and you want a new job, you should dedicate 10 to 15 hours a week. And so the career portal shows people exactly what to do, how to do it. It's a step-by-step process. And, in fact, I'm launching a new version of it in January where I'm even going to put a CRM in there for job seekers that I wrote this past year. And it's going to have them track their job search. And if they enter that they have an interview, they'll get a prompt from me saying, this is how you do your research. Okay, you had the interview. This is how you do your follow-up. And so we're adding even more things to the new one we're launching in January. But if anybody wants to go to one of the career portals, it's free. You can go to www.myjobsearchresources.com and register, and it will teach you how to find a job. So it's www.myjobsearchresources.com. My job. Searchresources.com. Okay. I know a friend of mine who, um, unfortunately, she's had some circumstances where she's had to find jobs Oh, every mm-hmm. two to three years. And she, that's exactly what she says. It is a full-time job. I wish I would have known about this before she, well, she's been employed now at the same employer about a year. But I'm definitely going to send this over to her just in case she is looking for another job in another year or two. Uh, mm-hmm. She seems very happy now, but I, this would be valuable information. She's told me that. She said, "This, it, Joe, this is a full-time job looking for a job. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you have to. You have to be out there. You have to be networking. You have to be talking to people. So absolutely. That is great. And it's free. That's mm-hmm. the best part. So good for you, Barbara. So myjobsearchresources.com. Go there and get that. And that, is it just a download or? They just, it's just, a, it's a, it's actual website. They go there and they put their name and they put what kind of job they're looking for mm-hmm. in what geographic area. And then it'll scan 1,200 job boards. And by the way, Spend less than 10% of your time on job boards. Um, that's mm. the biggest mistake job seekers make. Job boards is where you have the highest competition and the lowest return on your investment of time. Networking is the number one way to find a job. The second best way to find a job is market yourself directly to the employers you want to work for and send it by bulk mail and, and send it directly to the person, you know, snail mail. The person you want to work for, put personal and confidential on the outside of the envelope so no one opens it but that person. 
um, job satisfaction in the United States right now is 18%, the lowest in history. So 8 out of 10 people would change their jobs, which means they're not doing a great job. So most mm-hmm. employers have people working for them that they're not happy with. And all of a sudden, your resume lands on their desk. But you have to put personal and confidential on the bottom left corner of the envelope, or someone else will open it, and they'll either throw the resume away or send it to HR. So, you know, figure out who would be your boss's boss. That's who you send your resume to. And by the way, this is part of the career portal instructions on how to do this. But I'm kind of giving a free tip right now to those of you that are in a job search right now. Market yourself. Networking, number one, marketing yourself directly to people you want to work for is the second best way to find a job. Mm-hmm. Great information. You know, we used to do that back in the day, like 20 years ago. That's what I did. But I didn't know if that was still viable today. So that is great information. So take that tip, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and use it. If if you're looking for a job, currently looking for a job, that is fantastic. So I know we only have um, just a few minutes left. Well, actually three minutes left until the end of the show. So anything else you want to tell the listeners right now about um, about the different things you're doing or any last tips that you'd like to give them? Um, if you're in, if any of you are finding people jobs, you could private label the career portal if you want more information on it. Um, you can call my office. My phone number is 219-663-9609. I'm repeat that one more time, 219-663-9609. But for my last couple of minutes, um, I think what you have to ask yourself is how do you want to be remembered? Um, I remember when I was in my 20s and somebody said, what do you want on your tombstone? And I said, cheese and mushrooms. I mean, I thought he was talking pizza. I was in my 20s. And he goes, no. Uh How do you want to be remembered, Barbara? And I go, I don't know. I mean, that's a a crazy question. I'm going to ask all of you that. Um, You know, somebody else's opinion never should be your reality. You know, Mm -hmm. what impact do you want to have? How do you want to be remembered? You know, um, and what price are you paying or what price are the people you love paying for you not becoming the person you were put on this earth to become? You know, we're all here for some mission. We're all here to become who we were put here to become. And often the path to get there is entrepreneur, becoming an entrepreneur. And so do you really want to pay the price? Um, or do you want to go out there and really just grab life and take over and, and, and do what it is you're meant to do? So those are sort of the final thoughts I'd like to be, leave people with because whatever, whatever you decide you can do, you can do it. You just have to take the tiny steps you need to take and have the perseverance, and life will happen, and you'll live the life you deserve to live. Amen, Barb. That is such great information. I live by that same rule. You just have to take life by the horns and just go after what you want in life, and don't let those naysayers get to you. You know, so many people, because they're stuck in their own jobs, they you know, or their own life, they don't want other people to succeed. Well, the thing is, the reality is, most of the time, those people aren't paying your bills, and they're, you know, you know what's going to make you happy. So you really have to go after what you dream and believe in. So, Barb, thank there's you so much. There's a lot of noise, Joy. I mean, I think there there's is. more noise out there now than I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. I refuse to listen to the noise. I, I don't have time for it. Thank you, Barb. I'm the same way. I don't have time to listen to the noise. I tune it out. I only go after the positive. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for listening every week. And, Barb, thank you so much for being my awesome guest today. You were 
fantastic. You gave awesome information. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day, check out my website, johosman.com, for your free 15-minute go-forward discovery strategy session so we can help you figure out exactly what you want to go for in life. And ladies and gentlemen, always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out today, be great today, be great always. Until next week, take care. God bless. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.